Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. News Radio 1360 KKTX. Dale Rankin, owner, publisher of the Island Moon in the box with Blake. Brother Dave standing by with your Cowboys report. And here's Brian with your traffic and weather together. The westbound lane of Holly Road will be closed from Rodfield Road to Ennis Jocelyn Road. Traffic will be reduced to one lane in the eastbound direction only. North Oso Parkway will be closed at the Holly Road intersection. Southbound traffic on Paul Jones Avenue will be detoured at Holly Road. Motorists traveling on North Oso Parkway are advised to follow the detour route at Woldridge Road. Local access will be maintained between Woldridge Road and Osprey Street for residents and visitors to the Oso Bay Wetlands Preserve. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today with a high of 79. Partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 68. Right now, we're looking at partly cloudy skies with a temperature of 59 degrees. With your sports, here's Brother Dave Evans. Good morning, guys. Well, Deshaun Watson finished 22-28, 201 yards, along with 37 yards running as the Houston Texans went to London, had a jolly old time beating up the Jacksonville Jaguars 26-3. In other games around the gridiron, the Bills thumped the Redskins 24-9. The Eagles landed on the Bears 22-14. The Chiefs got by the Vikings 26-23. The Chargers upset the Packers 26-11. The Patriots are no longer perfect, falling to the Ravens 37 to 20 and tonight on Monday Night Football the Dallas Cowboys travel to New York to take on the Giants in the Social Injustice League the Spurs fell to the Lakers 103-96 the Rockets fizzled out against the Heat 129-100 and the Mavericks stampeded the Cavs 131-111 and finally Jim in local sports congratulations to Miller Cal Allen Flower Bluff Gregory Portland Rockport Sitton West Oso Mathis London and Refurio on your high school football victories over the weekend. Jim, that's your sports update. All right. Did you um, watch any of the uh, college games on Saturday? Yes. Yes, I did. I watched a Maroon team uh, beat up on a San Antonio team. I, uh, you know. My, my daughter was there, so, <laughs> oh, okay. so I told her I'd watch the game. So, yeah, I watched part of that. Uh, I, I did uh, watch some other games, yes. What did you watch? I watched. That the SMU Memphis game. I did too. I, I did too. Shane Michelle. What? Yeah. Why did we do that? Are we old uh, Southwest <laughs> Conference guys? You know, it's it to me. Look, look at he. So he he wouldn't he wasn't going to start at UT. He goes nope. to SMU and look how much difference he made. Yeah. You know, one guy. A lot of incredible. Yes, when he's got time to pass, he was actually accurate. He, he got them up what they were number 15 until they lost, I think, right? Well, to he, Memphis, which was yeah. right. But they were ranked two. Memphis is ranked, and they're playing in Memphis. But it just shows you what one guy can do, you know? 
Yes, a quarterback. That's what I've always a quarter. You went. That's the only position in sports that you're graded by wins and losses. A quarterback and a head coach. You are, you don't say, hey, offensive lineman, what's your record? No, right. uh, it's the quarterback drives the team. No doubt Speaking about it. Speaking of yes, head coaches, what do you think the chances are that that Lincoln Riley's coaching the Cowboys next year? Oh, oh zero. Brother. I don't think you so. Got a, you got an owner that likes that likes college coaches. He's, no, he he's does, two, but I don't think it's Super Lincoln Bowl. Riley. I, I don't think it's Lincoln Riley. I, I really don't. I think it's uh, – and I'm still not convinced that he's going to fire Jason Garrett either. That's that's what i got to get over. But Lincoln – Riley Lincoln has – Lincoln Riley. De- Lincoln Riley has the worst defense. They uh, say that, he, that there's teams that are going to – fire their coaches early to try to get him because apparently he's really good at scheming on the offensive side. He is. He's no always doubt. produced, what, two Heisman Trophy winners here? Well, and, and we're seeing what, uh, uh, over there at Arizona, what he's done, too, now with wait a Kyler minute. Murray. Hold on a minute. I don't know that he produced. He had two guys with just exceptional talent. Well, they were both transfers that couldn't start somewhere else. And... And he tailored and his, to start. Tailored his offense to those yeah. particular talents. Well, that's a pretty good job skill if you're a head coach, right? Yeah, it is. And now he's got Jalen Hurd, who's not too bad either. Well, he he transferred because he couldn't start. Same as the last two. Well, it's not that they couldn't start because Kyler Murray. As they started, he, he was he basically was promised. Uh, and then all of a sudden he was standing there with two other five-star recruits next to him. I mean, the writing was on the wall, so all three of them left. That was that was one of the craziest periods at A and M I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but I, you know, but the, but but uh, I still don't think I, I still don't think Lincoln Riley is going to be in the NFL next year. But we'll see. I don't either. Uh, now tonight, Monday Night Football, guys. Mm-hmm. I predict the Giants to win. I know I, I'm a lot of Cowboys. Really? Gonna, oh yes, but uh, the way the, the Giants been playing the last couple of weeks, and uh, we have uh, Leighton Van Anderish is going to be out, and uh, so I have a feeling they're going to be able to run on us a little bit. But the, we'll, the Cowboys huh. have been inconsistent this season. Very, very much so, Blake. No doubt. Consistently they're going to New so. York, playing in cold weather. And I see it's going to be a, a running game, and I like, kind of like the Giants tonight. And Prescott threw for over 400 yards in the week one. Correct. And perfect 72 degrees, AT&T Stadium. Yes, he did. And what do you think? The, the weather's going to be below zero in New York? It's going to be cold, and uh, I, I, they're going to try to run. That's At least that's what they've been saying all week long, uh, the, the Cowboys have against the Giants. The, for some reason, they think they can run on the Giants. I don't think they can. Uh, but we're going to see. It's going to come down to two offensive lines, or the offensive line against the Giants' defensive line. That's well, the game to me tonight. Would you really tell what you're going to do, or would you just, you know, let loose well, a balloon you, you, too. You, they don't. What you see, Jim, are your beat writers that are following the practices, seeing how they're practiced. So you you have a beat writer that comes and writes a, a, a story on Friday saying the Cowboys are lining up to run over the Giants this week because they're running a lot of – They're going to do that pass option stuff and it'll – 
Let's hope so. That's Jim. Thank you. Because you notice when they do that and Dak holds on to the ball, they win. I don't, I don't mean to expose Dak that much, but the last two or the last game and when they were winning, Dak was holding on to the ball more and running. All of a sudden, they got into this left hand off and fake it, and then I'll pass, and they lost three in a row. All right. The uh, big game next Saturday is uh, LSU at Alabama. Yeah, and Alabama's favored by seven. Wow. Are they? Yes, and LSU's number one ranked team. Go figure. I think I might give the points on that one. With How does that work? Yeah, with it being you know. in Alabama, you know, it's yeah. going to be a good game, guys. So that's three that's, points for the home being at home. So it's really a four point spread. I think Alabama will cover that. So Alabama covers it. They win by one. Alabama drops down to number three. So we see these two teams in the national championship later on again. I. If you if you're going to lose to Alabama and you're number one, you're going to drop further than three. one of them is going to have to play Georgia, right? And yeah, both yeah. of them. And then you got Oregon sneaking up on the way on the. No, nope, Alabama's coast. already played Georgia, haven't they? Ohio State. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah, it's be Oregon. Yeah. Oregon is inching back in there, and then you, Oklahoma's got one loss. Okay. Of course, you know Clemson still number four. Yeah. Listen, I'm ready for next weekend. All the you know top teams weren't playing this yeah. week. It was well, then, and the, and the ones that did play played the little sisters of the poor. Yeah, they did. Oh, Bar- you, you don't like Warford College? Barbecue yeah, Tech. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm, my, the best game I saw was the Harvard game with the Hail Mary at the end. And oh, you, that yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. keep your doctor uh, too. All right. I appreciate it, Dave. Thanks. You bet. You bet. Five six zero five five eight nine five six zero. Take a TX. Tomorrow's election day. Vote yes on Proposition Four and Proposition Five and Proposition Ten. We got to get those dogs adopted. The Emergency Service District has canceled voting on ESD Number Two. Well, they had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> that came last week when after Kara was here, I went out to that meeting. I got there late. And uh, they had already canceled it by the time I got there, but she was there asking them who to send the bill to. <sighs> <laughs> and you uh, also went out to the uh, grave discovery. I was uh, talking to a law enforcement officer. He said, you know, they wouldn't have found a woman if uh, the coyotes hadn't uncovered her. Yeah. And I thought. Yeah, I left here the other day and. Uh, we, I, I don't remember. I don't think we had heard about it here. I think I, when I got out of here, it was on my somebody called me, and I went down to it's down south, south of Bob Hall Pier, and they had the whole thing with yeah. the command. Yeah. Well, the coyotes explain a lot because you know you were reading badly decomposed bodies, and they'd really only been there for yeah. two weeks or less. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like what happened. <clears throat> they were staying at the uh, RV park behind Bob Hall Pier there, that new one that the county built. Until I think it was the 15th. And then somewhere around the 16th, they moved down on the beach. And I started getting phone calls immediately, people saying, well, there was a second trailer there with them the whole time. And I heard yesterday, and this is just anecdotal, um, that some while they were, that they met, a, they met another group of people, I don't know who, while they were camped behind Bob Hall Pier, and then they moved together, the two of them down on the beach, and that somebody on the island was out there flying their drone around and got video of the two of the two of the trailers yeah both of them whoever the other one was and so i got to the crime scene um about 
well, whatever it, however long it took me to drive from here. And uh, they, the sheriff, I talked to the sheriff from the Clayburg County Sheriff, and he told me that the, at that point they had not found the man's body; they'd only found right. the woman's. And so he said he wouldn't even say that it was a woman's body. He would just say there was some women's clothes there that would lead you to believe it was a woman, but they weren't sure. And so they hadn't found the guy, and he said that the truck had been seen crossing the border. I think it was Eagle Pass, somewhere crossing into Mexico. And they had surveillance video that clearly showed the license plate. It was the truck. But because of the way the camera was done and, and the, the, the video they got, you couldn't tell. You could tell it was a male driving, but you couldn't tell who. Mm-hmm. So it could have been the, the husband at that point because they hadn't found him. So they, so they weren't sure. So then once they found him, clearly somebody got their truck, drove it into Mexico. Stole it. And the press release, I've got it here, that came out. On Friday, it says uh, they're going to have a press conference this well, morning. Well, right? I'm trying to. I tried to call the, the Claiborne County Sheriff's Office just a minute ago, and I, and I got the the voicemail. Yeah. And uh, so I I think they are, but it said it said here that they're they're trying to identify a person of interest, which would lead you to believe that they've got somebody in mind. Mm-hmm. And maybe what they're going to announce today is that they've figured out who it is. All right. So. Someone flying a drone got a uh, video of that's what I'm told. The two trailers together by a park RV. Correct. Um, that's what I'm. That's what I'm told. I've not seen the video. I don't. I, I went out to the to an event yesterday and ran into a couple of people there who, but each told me the same story from without knowing each other. So you know, there's the words out there. Is there some kind of permit you have to have for flying a yes. drone over? You can fly a drone, period, now, and there, if it's over, like, yeah. four or five grams. Yeah. Well, and, like, it— Four or five um, what? Grams, the yeah. weight of the drone. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Dave. Well, there's there's a—like, uh, Channel 3, when I try to use the drone out there, they can't fly pretty much anywhere on the island. There's some kind of federal thing, I don't know, but and so they can't fly there. But, you know, from about three or four months ago, every night— about midnight, this a big drone, a big one, would come right down my canal, just right down and fly to the end and back out. And I'm thinking that was probably some kind of a government thing, you know. I, Why wouldn't you think it was one of your neighbors? This thing was big. It was massive. It, looked, it didn't look like something that a hobbyist would have. Just like one of those. Well, I got my shotgun. I was waiting if it got over my oh, property line. Oh, my. 560-558-9560-KKTX. <laughs> Radio 1360. KKTX. Dale Rankin in the box with uh, Blake Ferentold. Lago here. Water Exchange Bridge. We'll talk about that. The Floby inventor. Floby Rick. Yeah. He moved to uh, live in the bluff, and his uh, his uh, factory was there. The factory's well. in the bluff, yeah. Um, he let me lit- get to uh, Bill. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Lago in the morning. Hey, Jeff. I tell you what I learned today. Huh? I, learned, I learned something today from your show. What's that? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna learn anytime I'm doing anything nefarious. Check for drones first. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it, buddy. The eye in the sky never lies. <laughs> I can't believe that. What? It, it, I mean, it's probably going to solve a problem. But I tell you what, if I was doing something bad, I, I, I think I'd be scanning the skies first. I don't know how what's, you going to do it. What's the bag limit on those things? <laughs> That's what I don't are. know. <laughs> they get kind of mad about that if you shoot them down, though. Yeah, they do. Unless you're over in the the Middle East. Well, it's not the first time we've heard about uh, somebody taking exception to uh, a drone being flown over what they considered their airspace, their yard, and taking a shot. No, we had a a drone looking in our windows. Oh, yeah. Now, looking in your window is a different story, but, you know, just above the sky, well, I mean, you know, if you're, you're parking right outside your bedroom window, I think you should be able to take it out. I think you, that'd be about right. Well, you own your airspace. Yeah. What? Well, we yeah, call you. the cops on the, we call the cops and they like, found the drone operator, uh, but I don't think they did anything because they weren't sure what to do. Yeah. Well, you know, well, one time, I, know what I worked at a television station, and we're, and this guy, we had one of those cameras up on top of a building, yeah. and the guy was sitting on the desk using it to look in people's windows, spying on them, and the cops came in one day with a warrant, hauled him, hauled him out of there. Well, all you have to do is look at the card on the drone, don't you? And, yeah. and, you, and you can tell where it's been and see the video. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah you pull the, pull the video card out of it, but some of them just transmit to... Uh, yeah, Rem- remotely, but most of them do s- save on a card. All right, some of them. Anyway, that's my take. All right, buddy. I was I looking at one Thanks. yesterday. I'm looking to buy one, and they've got one that it's it's like this. It's about the size of your cell phone. And it folds out, and it's I don't know what it weighs, but it's not very much. At three hundred bucks. Oh, that's I'm, a relatively inexpensive drone. Uh-huh. The one you really want's a thousand dollars. Yeah. For a drone. That way you can look right in your neighbor's window and see what they're up to. Golly. You know, I have a friend who just got his drone license. I guess you can do it uh, online. And we were we were up with him at the, the Frio River, and he was flying the drone up and down the yeah. river. Beautiful photography. You know, I, I was out there at that scene the other day where they were digging up those bodies, and the sheriff's department had a drone. But... Uh, you know, Channel 6 was there, and they had a camera on top of their mast. They could get up about 40 or 50 feet in the air and look down in there. But I don't know what the rules are on that. So if you showed up with a drone, that's not a no-fly zone as far as I know, unless the the uh, FAA puts out a no-fly thing. I don't know how that works. I mean, if you showed up with a drone, what if you just start? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Flying it up and taking pictures of the crime scene. I think you're going to get charged with interfering with a police investigation if you're not careful. Why would that interfere with a police investigation? I mean, as long as you're not. Well, they were they were kind of prickly out flying there. Anyway, it around. They, the they made me back up. I was standing at the yellow tape, and the the deputy comes over and says, "You got to back up." And I said, "Why?" And he said, "You got to be behind the vehicle." And I said, "Well, then why'd you put the yellow tape right here?" And they were really pushy. They made me back way up out on the beach. So I imagine if I flew a drone, they would give me a hard time. But I don't know what the rules are. There were a couple of interesting things in, in uh, Jay Gardner's column. If I read that correctly, he posed a couple of what ifs. The uh, and we'll take this up after the uh, bottom of the hour uh, info injection. The and this is something nobody's talked about. The potential drop in speed limit. Yeah, they're t- they've been talking about that. And the two forty-foot pedestrian cart turnarounds on either side of. Right. The uh, that's in the design channel, yeah, yeah, and Jay has that on the um, ISAC uh, agenda for tomorrow at five thirty at the Holiday Inn Express on the island, and I don't know where the Holiday Inn Express is, but Dale does. Radio 1360, KKTX. We're uh, we're going alto uh, saxophone this morning. What what was that? That was just a little bit of smooth jazz. I liked it. Herb Albert. Herb Albert. Herb Albert. Yeah. There's the a name. Tijuana Brass. Well, yeah, it's a, an reed instrument for the Tijuana Brass. Okay. <laughs> Tomorrow's election day. Vote yes on Proposition 4 and yes on Proposition 5. Be sure to thank the uh, volunteers that show up. Um, they're very um, attentive to that uh, sort of stuff. Besides, if they weren't there, where would you go? Polls are a lonely place. They're in a con- the constitutional amendment elections. I finally asked one of the ladies at the uh, deaf and hard of hearing place, uh, so how long have you been uh, doing this? Why? I said, because you're here every time I come, and I vote every time. Yeah. And she and the uh, lady at the uh, first table have been doing it since they started voting at the deaf and hard of hearing place on McArdle. They were there for the first time, so they've been there a lot. Do you have to be hard of hearing to vote there? Uh, no, but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I vote there. I, I voted there. And I, they, they recognized me. Mr. Renthal, how are you doing? We talked about this uh, uh, a bit on Friday. Would you call me deaf or hard of hearing? Uh, hard of hearing. See, deaf would be completely flatlined, right? Well, Now, can you hear now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Jim has removed his hearing aids. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a Charlie uh, 
a Peanuts cartoon <laughs> turned way down. No. I think I'm deaf. It's well, not hard of hearing. Well, if you hear anything, you're not deaf, right? There, there's a legal definition. It's yeah. not a, yeah. Yeah, legally deaf. Like there's illegally deaf. Well, I mean, like when you're illegally blind. Like when some, you know, like when your wife is giving you the recipe. Well, that's for, illegally deaf. And, and you're thinking about, you know, if the Cowboys don't make a first down here, they're probably toast. That's, I, that, that's a version selective of hearing. Yeah. Which yeah, I, I've been accused of. Yeah, there's something about marriage that sometimes makes you deaf to your <laughs> specific tonal region of your spouse's voice. And it gets you in trouble a lot. Uh-huh. You, 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 yeah. You, you don't want to say yes unless you were paying attention. It doesn't matter for me. No, I just say you yes gotta anyway. you got to an excuse with the hearing thing. You, you know, you got it. You're, you're golden, man. No. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Anything you guys uh, want to talk about? Uh, let me see. I had just what is a beer trail passport? And, and you're all for this. Is that right? Yeah, there's something similar to it. In um, When we were in Tennessee, when my daughter was in Vanderbilt, we went up there and they had a, a whiskey passport where you got it stamped at whatever distilleries that you visited. And it was just kind of a thing to direct you to places to spend money. There's a reason I don't live in Tennessee. And that may be one of them. We were talking about, or, or I brought up uh, Jay Gardner's column. He had a couple of interesting what ifs. The potential drop in uh, speed limit and uh, we're talking about the water exchange bridge. Yeah. And the two 40-foot pedestrian cart turnarounds on either side of the right. channel. Right. And here, here's the um, – I guess this is the rumor. You can finish this up. All right. The city's going to throw this back into the strategic committees. Yeah, it lap. looks like what I'm hearing is that uh, tomorrow night see, they're – out of the the eleven and a half million dollars that's available in funding, four of it is coming out of the island tours. Well, now you got to come up with another two, whatever it is, two point three million or something like that. So the question is, where does it come from? Well, the first place you look is the tours. What I'm told is that the city staff has determined that there's enough money in that fund, and I don't remember what the balance is off the top of my head, but there's enough there to cover the packery repairs and. The bridge, if it comes down to that, or you can extend the TERS and do it that way. But if you can get FEMA to sign off on it, the saying that they're going to pay for the packery stuff, which it, they say they're they going to do, they say they're going to do. They just haven't. It's, they don't. They haven't put it in writing yet. If they do that, then there certainly is enough money in the TERS. Right. So if ISAC votes, depending on what they hear from the city staff tomorrow night, if they vote to fill that funding gap, then we're going to get a bridge. Our congressman needs to be on the phone with FEMA trying to get that signed off on. Yeah. They've got, they're looking at the design right now. They've got, I'm told, they've got it in hand. They just, and they've committed to it verbally. They just haven't written it down. If they, they'll pay 80% reimbursement on the packery repairs, and I'm, that number fluctuates. I'm not sure right. what it is right now. But if they do that, and ISAC votes tomorrow night to, to bridge that funding gap, 
then we're going to get a bridge, finally, after all this time. It's With 500 better. million sitting on the sidelines waiting. It's been there for over you know, a year. Over, well over a year. Probably closer to five. Go ahead, Blake. Uh, the, the longer you wait, the more it's going to cost and the more deferred income uh, we're going to. Well, I, yeah. I understand that, but. The best explanation for this was the one Dale had a few minutes ago. It's it's been out of whack. The city's ready to do it, but the yeah. developers are not. The developers are ready to do it, yeah. but the city's paying well, the last, attention see, to something else. This is the second else. time they've done the bids. The first time they did the bids, right, almost exactly when they they put the bids out, is when all the trouble started with the the, the bankruptcy. Right. So while the the bid was open for about sixteen months, twelve or something like that, fourteen months, that whole time. All that land is going through the bankruptcy process. Now, this is a Schlitterbahn bankruptcy. Yeah, and the land around it as well. Right. So nobody was going to go out and commit to building that canal when they didn't even know who was going to own the land. Right. There was $3 million in the original Schlitterbahn budget to build the canal. And when Jeff Henry was building the park, he sucked it out and put it into the building. So when the time came to build the canal, there was no money. Schlitterbahn. This is your brain on drugs. (laughs) Jeff Henry. (laughs) Oh, brother. And this is important because Axis and uh, IBC, IBC, they they're on board. They're ready to go. Yeah, they've got. Not only do they have the funding and the design, they've already bid it, and they've got a low bidder, and they've got the money, and they've got a building permit. So if 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 the bridge funding is there, all you have to do is work out a way so that you can build them simultaneously, which is doable, and everything okay. is ready to go. If if. This turns has has been in effect since oh four oh four oh four oh two oh oh two or oh three. I can't and remember. I it generates between two and four million a year. Yeah, that's it, money in suspense. I it's money. Think. Well, some of that is committed to paying back the bonds. Sure. Had, I think it was twenty million in bonds. So you got to pay back the bonds. You have to have, I believe, it's four million in reserve for packery dredging, which turns out they thought they were going to have to dredge every year. It turns out that that's not the case. So there, that that money built up over time. I'm trying going off memory. It seems to me like there was 14 million in that fund the last time I checked. But and it and it's all tax money that comes on new construction on the island. And so, if you build a bridge, then all of a sudden, you you open the door to all kind of improvements out there on both sides of the road you immediately you create 15 million dollars in new wealth because you've created waterfront property. oh yeah waterfront property News Radio 1360, KKGX. There's a uh, redistricting uh, meeting, 4 o'clock this afternoon, Del Mar Center for Economic Development. Tomorrow's Election Day. Vote yes on Prop 4 and on Prop 5. And Blake says 10. 10, the dogs. Adopt the, allow the handlers to adopt the uh, service dogs. Yeah.
Uh, Dale Rankin, owner and publisher of The Automoon, is also in the box. And uh, we were talking about Gardner's uh, column. A couple of uh, – and this is a big, uh, by the way. The um, Island Strategic Action Committee – Mm-hmm. is meeting at 5.30 this afternoon at the Holiday Inn Express. Tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday, that's yeah. right. And, and this is a big. They're going to discuss the uh, 2018 project under the JFK Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, there was a million five on that bond. It's the only thing on the bond issue for the island. And it's really needed because that that road down there, I noticed coming in today, it's there's still water. Underwater. Yeah, you don't want to drive through salt water to get to businesses over there. And so they put the island was gonna get a million five and the question was whether to cut it up into various projects and they decided the ISAC decided to put it all into that one and do it right because it's that's kind of our front door, you know. When you come over the bridge, that's what you see and it's a big mud flat right yeah. now. And do you have to get with the uh, GLO to well, it's GLO owns the land and there's wetlands out there and you, there's all kinds of issues with that. But that shouldn't affect uh, just improving it, raising the, the road. Yeah, they just redid the road. I don't know, four or five maybe years ago, maybe less, and it's obviously not high enough up because it it gets underwater. So maybe that maybe there'll be enough time to do it right the second time. And at the uh, Island Strategic Action Committee, they're also going to discuss the island wish list for Bond twenty twenty, which. Yeah, it just gives me chill bumps even saying. Well, that. they do them. They do them every two years, right? Yeah. And so you've got the well. That kind of ties in with what you were talking about earlier with the uh, speed limit there, where the bridge is going. Mm-hmm. The Park Road Twenty Two or SPID, whatever we call it, um, was never supposed to be the main road through the business district. There's, you know, there's no, there are no access roads right. on most of that. You, you know, your main street has a fifty-five mile an hour speed limit. And the the downtown was supposed to be over on the the east side, I guess it is, of Park Road 22. There's supposed to be about eight or ten square blocks in there. And the, the infrastructure is in. The sewer and the water is all in the ground and operating, but there are no streets. They call them the paper streets. And that's always been on one of the things that the island has talked about trying to get done because it would give you a business district that doesn't have – that's not on a 55-mile-an-hour road. The um, I've got the uh, TV on uh, Fox, and my wife just reminded me that uh, they did a story on Fox and Friends about the couple. Yeah, yeah, um, they made national news a couple of times over the weekend. Uh, this is not national news, but it's uh, interesting nonetheless. Uh, Lone Star Ports LLC moving forward the yeah. oil export terminal and. Texas oyster season opened November the 1st Yeah, with six closings. Yep. And this is something Dr. Fox and Brad Lomax and Jay Gardner talked about at the Angler's Night Out. Yeah, they had that thing down at Executive Surf Club the other day. I, I didn't get out of work in time to go. I wanted to go to that. Uh, I think you're going to see some, uh, some uh, oyster – some oyster – operations going in around here yeah but the reason the six are closed is because the uh, abundance the 
small percentage of oysters that are ready to be harvested. Yeah. Not that many. Right. Sort of like gigging flounder in November. Well, it's you like know, Jenny <laughs> Pollock, uh, Dr. Pollock said, uh, uh, you know, we Texas has depleted its oyster beds. Well, you know, years ago I did a series of stories on uh, – Water coming down the rivers, and there'd been they, the, the water flow had been diminished so much because of the upland lakes that had been created for water supply projects, right. and that was and, th- and that was way back that was twenty years ago, and it was depleting the oyster population. Then you have to have the oysters apparently like a mix of salt and fresh water. Low abundance of legal sized oysters. Who who knew that? There were right. So once you crack them open, you can't like exactly put them back. You know, no, really, <laughs> you can't. So isn't it the size of the shells? How you would think, but I don't know. There's different. I don't know. They provide uh, closure to uh, undersized oysters so they can uh, reach legal size, and I They'd have to be as big as a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Lone Star Ports, LLC. That's a berry company. Um, That's their press release saying that they're still on the project. Yeah. To um, world-class marine crude oil terminal terminal on Harbor Island. And uh, the berry group has been actively developing the project uh, for the last year. And it's continuing negotiations with uh, financial and operational. That's after the the, uh, Carlisle Group. Bailed out. Bailed out. Yeah. There's an interesting thing there, which I didn't know until after the fact, is that there had been a lawsuit filed by the Berry Group against the Carlisle Group back in, I think it was early October, before they dropped out, claiming that they had not met their financial commitments. Did you get that email? I didn't get that one, no. <laughs> I got it after the fact. After the, I got it after the Carlisle Group announced they were bailing on the deal. <laughs> All right. The number is 560-558-9560-KKTX. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.